0: Hey everybody what's going on it's the one two one eight show my name is mike wilson i am your host welcome back this is episode 17 been a minute um getting caught up here i'm starting getting getting things uh, kind of sorted out schedule wise so i'm able to start doing a little more a little more often this week uh i think i'm going to tell a story i um i put a lot of thought into what topic i want to talk about each week um because I, I i'm one of those people that i'm not an expert in anything but i know a little bit of something about almost everything <laughs> um and i think that uh i think that that's kind of a cool i think that's kind of fun um and as we've talked about before my interests are so vast that that i, I just love learning about everything so um, but i don 't know i I oftentimes find myself struggling what do i what do I want to talk about What do I know enough about that I feel like I could pass on the knowledge um i 've had a couple of disappointments here recently um i 've had a couple of interviews lined up and then they've fallen through for one one reason or another one of them i i 'm hoping I can still make it happen uh i 've got a, 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 a let 's call him a buddy um guy i 've known for twenty years and he 's a street guy he's uh he lives on the streets he 's homeless he 's uh, junkie, um, heroin addict, uh, but he's been sober now for almost two years. And uh, I talked to him recently and asked him if he knew what a podcast was, and he said he did. Um, he's like, yeah, man, I- I'd love to do it with you. So I've tried to line it up, and I've had him scheduled twice, um, and he no-showed on me. Not that I'm surprised. I mean, this is, you know, I'm I'm, I'm certainly not foolish enough to think that He's gonna keep a real schedule, but he is sober now and I'm happy for him and i would l i think he's such an interesting interesting story and interesting character and I mean I saw this guy high for for twenty years um so now that i now that he's sober and he's older now and he he, he about half the time he's in a wheelchair um hes just got a a bum knee or a bum leg or something but you know living on the streets is hard on you man and so um anyway he's um i'm hoping that there's still a way that i can get him on the show um if i can it'll be it'll be one of my one of my favorite ones i'm certain of it because it'll be so interesting i mean how many how many times do you get to legitimately sit down and talk to to somebody um who's lived that kind of life and i just want to i just i'm just curious about it so i'm hoping that we can get him on Anyway, that's been a little bit of a delay because I was, I didn't, I didn't put up shows in between because I had, was planning and setting up, and I, even, I even bought a, a mobile uh, power station <laughs> to um, so that I could do the interview outside, um, and we scheduled something for last Friday, so it, a week ago today, and he didn't, didn't show up, and then I haven't had a chance in between. Between now and then, but in, in in the meantime, I you know I think often what I'm trying to what 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 topics to talk about, and I often people people are generally say to me, Mike, just just tell some of your New York stories or your bar stories and things like that um, when you when you when you're stuck for one. So I've I've been kind of compiling a list uh, of of some of the crazy stories that I've experienced in my. 22 years now of living in new york city it's been quite a roller coaster ride and so last week uh i was golfing i had uh, a day where i could had the afternoon and uh, went to a buddy of mine uh two but, uh, a buddy of mine and one of his good friends who i now consider a buddy as well uh, we all the three of us went golfing for a day we had a fourth but they uh didn't weren't able to make it at the last minute that's all beside the point. I'm rambling right now. Anyway, we were just hashing out uh, stories that afternoon, you know, as you're on the back nine waiting for the next tee to open up. we uh, He reminded me of a story, and I was like, man, that's a good one for the podcast, so I think I'm going to share it. Um, Years ago, so we're talking 10-plus years ago. So I have a good friend who is a... she's a... Uh, I don't even know how to explain it she's a 10 she was she's a model she was in playboy uh, back in the mid 2000s she is uh, she's been in runway shows and i'm just you know she's just one of those those beauties that when she shows up the entire room turns to look Um, and we've we I, i met her working at the at the bar she lived on the block here and we generated a really fun, really cool friendship relationship. Uh, hung out quite a bit, and it was always fun to go out with her. Um, just if we, you know, we'd go to a club once in a while, or um, just even though it was just hanging out in bars or whatever. Because she's, you walk into the place with her, and literally it's like you hear the record go. Voo-reep! because she's just one of those people um and i do intend she she lives now in florida but i do intend to get her on the show uh, as well i'm only telling you this this piece of the story because uh, it fits into the story that i'm actually going to tell you should also i should also mention that she's also a a pianist she's actually a very talented uh, piano player um In addition to all of the 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 beauty and the the looks and the success that she had modeling, um, she uh, so years ago, uh, I I lived my my roommate um, Aaron, who has been on the show. um, We were uh, he had we were working on some um, just some music stuff, and uh, we had found out that. lace my friend Lace, her name's lace my friend lace uh, was um could play the piano we didn't even know that so we were putting together some stuff aaron uh, aaron had a a little a music group going a band we we're trying to figure out where she could plug in and play for us play some music uh with some of the artists that he was working with singing and stuff and um so she he so one night we had uh, um she was coming over to uh Play or, or practice or do a little rehearsal or something to that effect. I'm not exactly sure why, but what it was. But, okay, now, let me back up. So on our floor in our old apartment, uh, there was, across, across the hall from us, was a brothel. Uh, you heard that right, a brothel, hookers. So when they first kind of moved on to the floor, I thought they were just, I thought it was like this dude selling weed because um, cause when he first moved on there, you, you know, the weed was just emanating from his apartment all the time. Well, then I started seeing uh, different girls at different times coming in and out. Um, And then I caught a couple different times some guys, like, coming off the elevator. And, like, they would come off the elevator and turn towards that apartment. And the door would, like, open quickly. They would go in and close. So... I, you know the clues were there, and I was like, "Oh man, this this they're running hookers out of there." So I was, I was annoyed um, because I had, you know, we had company. My roommate Aaron and I had uh, friends coming and going all the time. We had uh, girlfriends and um, people that would come over to rehearse with us, and you know, all all kinds of different. Uh, you know, we just had traffic too, and we we, didn't, we certainly didn't want anybody to feel unsafe in our building. We had we live on the Upper East Side, and I mean it was a dingy little shoebox apartment, but um, it was you know supposedly one of the safer neighborhoods in the city. Well, I started noticing some trends, um, and the on the Friday or a Saturday night there would be you know a couple of them mingling outside the door there, essentially waiting for waiting for calls. Um, was whats what is what i'm guessing or waiting for orders from the guy so the guy that lived in this apartment or that had rented it now the, the conclusion of this story i mean, going kind of crazy um but i had i, I had kind of generated a a friendliness with these these girls that you know they i mean we, we would say hello put it that way hey how you doing whatever that kind of thing um they were friendly i thought nothing of it i was like well that's what they want to do i mean it's whatever but again, it was annoying because of the the in so the in calls like the inbound the people that would come to the apartment for their for their trick or whatever. I didn't want strange men in this building. My girl had a daughter. She you know she was she was welcome any time in my uh, in my apartment. And oftentimes, if there was a a time gap between when her mom was getting off work or whatever, I would, you know I'd I'd have you know she'd come over and she was at the time I don't know nine ten years old. Um, so I didn't, there was a lot of, I was had some concerns with this because I didn't like these creeps in our building. So I mentioned it to our, uh, to our super, um, at the time. And he was, he was just like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't really know what else to do. I didn't, you know, I guess I should have been a little more aggressive and called the cops or whatever. Um, but I, I, I also don't consider myself a rat or a narc. I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, so far I haven't outside of the few dudes that I don't like coming in and out of the building. So I kind of just turned a blind eye. Um, so let's fast forward. So this goes on for, I don't know, well over a year. Um, probably over two years. So we, uh, one night, so fast forward to what I, the point I had left off with lace. Um, one night she, I met her somewhere, uh, and uh, we had planned to meet up and then come back to to the crib and work on this piece of music. So she, uh, I go, I meet her, whatever. We were are talking about something. I think we were taking some B roll shots of some, you know, with the camera and some city. She was working on some video or something. So um, we move, we come back to uh, uh, to the apartment, and when when the elevator door opens, we step out. And there's uh, five or six NYPD police officers uh, in the hallway kind of gathered around where this apartment was, which was just across, across the hallway from my building, my apartment. Um, so I walk off. Now, Lace is right behind me, um, and she's you know half dialed up. She never left the apartment without looking good. So, we, I step off the thing, she's right behind me, and we start, and I see the cops or whatever, and they kind of turn to look at me, and then they take a double take at her, and I, and so I just nonchalantly said, uh, oh, you caught the hookers, huh? And they kind of looked at me or whatever, and Lace and I go into my apartment. So, I thought it was a funny little joke, <laughs> You know, she she didn't really know what I was talking about. So we get in, and I tell her the quick story. And it's not not two minutes later, and there's a tap, tap, tap on my door. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I had to, had to open my mouth. So I open the door, and uh, there's two or three officers standing there. Hi, I'm Detective so-and-so from whatever, Vice Squad or whatever. I don't remember. Um, he said, so you mentioned the hookers. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, what, uh, what can you, what can you tell me about them? And so I said, not much. I mean, I see them, you know, from time to time. I let our super know about it. He said, you don't, you don't have any more information than that. I said, really, the only thing I could tell you is that the fat ones stay in and the skinny ones go out. <laughs> and I didn't really realize what I was saying. I was just saying what I had observed, because the the girls that were like the tall thin. You know, kind of sexier hookers. They were going out calls. You know, they were waiting in, you know to go to places to turn their tricks. And the guys that were coming to the building, every time I saw her open the door, it was you know or two or three different kind of fat chicks. You know, big girls that were that would open the door. And so I just and again I was young and not politically correct. And I was like, yeah, man, the the, the skinny ones go out and the fat ones stay in. And so they didn't want to laugh but it was clearly that they wanted to like that they were hiding it <laughs> and i i i just i kind of chuckled i don't know i thought it was funny but i was just telling the truth and so they were like okay uh <laughs> listen and then they gave me a card and said listen if you see like this is this apartment's not going to be is is vacated now if you see any other activity from anybody please give us a call right away I mean, they gave me a detective's card, a de- detective number. And, um, and that was that. Now, here's the, here's the conclusion of the story. Um, I... About, what was it, maybe three, four days later, the New York Post runs the article. And this is too long ago, I wish I could look it up. I mean, to archive it, it'd probably take me forever to find the story. Um, but the the story was so the guy that lived in that apartment now he was not an imposing figure i mean i would guess he was five eight five nine relatively thin um mentioned a lot of times he had like a bible in his hand said he was part of a church group so one time i saw him in the mailbox or something like he as far as i knew he was running some kind of church retreat or whatever and then when i and that was when he had first moved in and then then when i saw that they were running hookers out of that i was like this is the pimp that they got? I mean, this guy ain't shit, right? So it was kind of a weird dynamic. Well, when the Post ran the story, apparently, and again, it's the Post, and again, it's the news, which these days we know that they don't ever get anything right anyway. Um, But the Post, the story was, this guy had um, gone down, these girls were all Southern girls, and he had gone down to... Uh, i want to say the carolinas maybe georgia alabama maybe mississippi and recruited these girls um, but brought them up here under false pretenses they they, you know said hey you know according to the post they bring them up with modeling and acting uh prop you know possibilities and so these girls were young and excited and so when they got up here he would say, okay, you know, we, we got your, we're, we're ready. Uh, uh, we know we're going to get some stuff. I just need to, you know, get your IDs and your, your social security cards and all that stuff. And then um, he would, so they, you know, to photocopy them or whatever bullshit line he gave them. And then he just took them, just stole them and said, you're not getting these back. You're now a hooker. You're working for me. And if you do anything or tell anything, we'll kill your family. Like, that was the story, and so these girls were forced into it, in in a rand in a weird way because they didn't they were too scared obviously, for obvious reasons. I mean this is this is essentially human trafficking, right? I mean that's kind of one of the things that's going on in the world. But these were these were hookers that, when I would see them in the hallway or whatever, they seemed they seemed in good spirits for lack of you know I'm for I, I didn't I didn't see anything abnormal about the way they were behaving. But it kind of broke my heart because all, you know, we had that sort of camaraderie, right? Where, like, we'd said hello. We talked to, you know, in the hallways. And, you know, how you doing? Hey, what's up? You guys having a good night? Yeah, whatever. Um, They were friendly. They were smiley. They were pretty. And it just kills me that one of them never, like, slipped me a note or just sit or you know i mean i know he was probably right on the other side of the door there and when think thinking back like well kind of standing in the hallway sitting on the steps waiting to go out you know he was probably on the laptop in the other room work you know working trying to find the, the gig um and it just it all it's always bothered me because i'm like man all you had to do was just say hey we need help but you got to be cool and and I and, and I would have been much. I'd have been all over it. I'd have been like, all right, yeah, you know. I I mean, I would have went to the went to the cops, went and said, listen, this is the scenario. These guys have have begged for help, but they're very scared. You know, I mean, there's there's help out there, and there's people that are willing to do it if you just um, if they just knew if they just knew that you know. And I'm sh- I'm sure they were scared. I'm sure whatever threats they dealt with were, you know, god awful. But it's, you know... Uh, God, it's just... Looking back on it, it just... The story is funny and tragic all at the same time. Because, you know... And, and obviously these girls got sent home and reconnected with their family. But not after they were traumatized for life. Um, you know, they came up here with a promise of fame and stardom. And they got forced into being hookers. I mean, that's an awful, awful, awful story. Um, in a lot of ways. But it is a new york experience and it is entertaining in a very dark way so i thought that's what i would share for this week that is the podcast for today this is number 17 i'm loving it i'm gonna get some more trivia episodes up i also am gonna put up spring break Millennium. one that um the episode that aaron and i I think we talked about it and i've had a couple of people say man you should just load that into youtube so we can listen to it so i'm gonna do that aaron's cool with it i'm gonna put that up here i was gonna make it into a slideshow and all this and i'm like eh, i'm just gonna put a title screen up so people can hear it because i know a lot of you haven't heard it um and aaron eventually is gonna get a podcast i mean uh, uh spotify uh get those loaded into spotify too but we'll put it up on youtube here soon i'm gonna get some more trivia up. Uh, i'm gonna get some more original music up uh I've, i think there's gonna be uh i'm putting out a concert in the spring uh type show all right i don't know where that cut off uh but anyway we're going to get some um get some yes all right so just so you know my computer just overheated here and stopped the stopped the audio record so there's going to be a little gap there i apologize what i missed i'm not sure um but uh i want to thank you all for listening i want to thank you for your time and um i hope that we get another episode up soon i got a company coming in this weekend and i'm very excited about it i'm not going to spoil the surprise and i think that i'm going to have him on the podcast we could talk about a thousand different topics literally a thousand topics i've known this guy since i was in second grade first grade so there's 40 years of uh of friendship so there's more than we could ever fit into podcasts but i don't know what we're going to talk about this particular week i hope that i have them on the show and we will uh it should should generate some good conversation anyway uh bless you all i hope you're having a wonderful uh summer um and i hope you're all uh just staying healthy staying happy um much love to you and we will talk to you soon peace